Hi, my name is Brendan Watt, and welcome to the One Choice from Change podcast, where I give you the tools to create something totally different beyond the status quo, and where you get to become as different as you are. What if there is nothing wrong with any of the choices you've made up until now? I'm inviting you to be aware that every choice creates something. So, what will you choose today? Hi, everyone. So, welcome back again to, well, welcome forward again to the One Choice from Change podcast. Today, I have a wonderful guest, David Kivis. Hello, everyone. He's a great friend of mine and also works a lot with us uh, in the Access Company. And one of the things that we, well, we want to have a chat today a little bit about where we both come came from with money. Uh, we both grew up pretty poor. Yes. Well, <laughs> extremely poor. Pretty poor. Disgustingly poor. Disgustingly poor. <laughs> yes, disgustingly poor. But it's like, but we both created wealth in our lives and we both changed it around. So we want to have a chat about that and see if we can help you guys with uh, creating something different if you want to. So how did you grow up, David? Well, I had the privilege of growing up in a very wealthy environment, but living in the part of the poor people. I grew up in Vienna. Uh, It's a very socialist country. And there was this rich neighborhood where the government inherited land and then they built those social housings there to have a mix uh, of social classes. So I was actually the poor one between the rich which wasn't easy, but instead of going into the wrongness, into the lack, I actually found out from the very beginning, I got inspired. I didn't go, oh, I don't have this. I thought, wow, this is what I want. That's what I'm here for. Then later on when school started, of course, you you buy into the lies of, no, it's unfair that they have so much and you have so little. But when I'm really honest to myself, the first thought that I always had when I saw someone with money, when I saw something I wanted, I was like, wow, I want that. So this is where this desire for more came from. (laughs) So I never looked into, I never had the energy of lack. And I think that was something that that made it fun creating rather than kind of frustrating for not having it. There's a big difference. Yeah. um, How you look into that not having. Well, and that, that, that part though, you went, I want that. I'm having that. That's really the, the beginning of creating anything. I think we both learned that part. I was the same. It's like I grew up with nothing. I mean, my mum used to cook. Um, she would she would cook dinner and she would buy liver, the cheapest of cheap liver too, and she would cook it up and she would serve it to us and call it soft steak. <laughs> this is soft steak. And we'd be like, oh, steak night. Disgusting. <laughs> but it's like, but... I was, I didn't see the wealth, so I wasn't going, I want that. I was more seeing the poverty going, I'm not having this with the same energy that you're talking about. But it was from that place of, you know what, there has to be something different here. And most, what I see most of us do is we go, well, I've been given that, so I need to live with it. And also, it's a fact, I can't have it. Yeah. So that, that was actually the, the, the biggest lie that I discovered. If you want it, you can have it. You just need to want it. There's always a way to get it. Uh, and it, what, what's well, most also ask for it, though. The, the right. asking for it is this desire. Yeah, it's this yeah. desire to have more, and you will find a way to get it. This is actually what 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 still keeps me going. I 
the way you look at things, okay, I want this, how can I get it? I'm asking for this, this desire for more, not only money, actually, you can play this game with everything. Well, if you look at it though, from that place of not only money, because most people go, well, if I earn $10,000 a month, I have $10,000 a month. That's my capacity for wealth. But it's like, but if you earn $10,000 a month, but you have all of these other things coming in, like you, you, like say, for example, I've talked to you about airline tickets. You're very knowledgeable on booking <laughs> flights. So I went from spending, you know, for a first class ticket from Australia to Europe return, I was spending $12,000. And you taught me, hey, taxes are different in Europe. Start your ticket there and book it backwards so that you're starting your ticket in Europe and booking it to Australia and then backwards to Europe. And it was like, I think I started saving. I think my tickets were half price. So I could go from earning, let's say, if I was earning $10,000 a month, that's at, that's still an income stream. Even though it doesn't show up on paper, it doesn't show up in your bank account, it's still an income stream. And this is where I see you encourage me a lot with this. This is where I see most people don't acknowledge that place of going, well, but where's all my money? <laughs> well, because they look at income when, they, when, when you look at your income, the only thing you look at is the money. When I look at income, I look at the everyday pleasure I have. And what I, I, I pleasure use with money. money? Pleasure with money, tra- pleasure with traveling, pleasure with eating, pleasure with staying at a hotel, pleasure with sleeping in nice sheets. That's all part of, I call it return of investment. And I dedicate my energy to create something and then I get back. And it's not only money. It's way more that's available. If you limit your return on investment to money, you're leaving out so much and you're cutting off receiving because everything has to show up on your bank account. Otherwise, you wouldn't acknowledge it as, wow, this is this is what I can create. Yeah. So I want to start at the beginning. For, for say, for you and I, we grew up poor, you know, until the age of pretty much probably 30, I didn't start actually educating myself and creating money. Where, where did you start with it? Like, what if somebody's listening right now and they're like, oh, I've got three kids and I earn $1,000 a week and they cost me $1,500 a week and I'm gone. Where do you start with getting out of that place of, I'm poor? Well, I started charging small little amounts of money for little things I did for others. So when I was when I was 11 years old, I I, I wanted a computer desk. Uh-huh. My parents couldn't afford it, and then I told my mom to play the lottery. So she bought a lottery ticket, and then for I don't know three more euros, you could add the choker, which was another part of the game, and she didn't add it. And the next Sunday, she would have gotten the choker, but she didn't cross it because she was unwilling to spend two euro, right. and she would have won ten thousand. And from that day on, I knew, okay, I have to take the lead of my life because <laughs> that won't take me anywhere. So I, I started not depending on anyone and looking, okay, what can I create? So I started walking a dog for two euros an hour. I started babysitting for 10 euros an hour. I, all these little things, because this is, it's not how much do you get now. Through the lady where I was, dog, the, the dog that I walked, she then referred me to other people who needed help with the children and educating them and doing homework with them. So it doesn't stop 
at the first thought. It doesn't stop at the first. It always continues. The moment you're willing to take that step, it will take you further. You know more people. You, it's just the more you're out there, the yeah. more you create, the more you're engaging and interacting with others, the more you will create. It, it, with me, it started walking the dog for two euros. That, I made four euros a day. Does that take out of poverty? No. But where that decision took me. Okay, this is a big part. <laughs> this is the huge part. And this is one that I struggled with at the start because I was like, I need to get from zero to 100 in a heartbeat. I need proof of my creative capacities, but that's not how creation works. It's every choice that you make now brings more choices and starts creating your future based on the energy you're willing to have. And that's what, with what you're talking about, it's every choice you make, say with the choice of, well, this will earn me $2. If you have the point of view that $2 is not enough to solve my money issues, you've just destroyed the future exactly. of what you can create rather than go, okay, this matches the energy of what I'm asking for. Now, with what you said with, with your mom about the lottery, it's like, and we go, but I can see where you can, you could create all of these different things in your life, but why? Because other people will not choose it. And most of us, we slow down and go, well, but nobody else is choosing it. I know all of this, but nobody else is asking me about it. Nobody else is acknowledging it. So how do I create with it? You just have to make those choices. Oh, walking your dog? Okay. Yeah. And I'm now looking back. I didn't know that, all of that. I didn't know it at the beginning, so it wasn't a condition for me to do it. But I started walking the dog. And walking the dog is pretty boring. You, you just walk around for an hour. But in this hour, I started creating. This yeah. was my alone time. You need to walk. You need to be outside. You can't do anything. It, we didn't have iPhones or, or smartphones back then. But this is, this is actually, this hour when I was walking that dog, this is where, where I started creating, where I started about, okay, where do I want to be? So it gave me space. Then to the lady who owned the dog, she was like, oh, you're, you, I, I talked to her. She referred me to people who had uh, children. They needed a babysitter. Those children then had difficulties in school. So from babysitting, I ended up giving them private lessons to do their homework. And for that, I could, I could charge 20 euros. This is how it all... And now how much do you charge an hour? 800 euro. Wow. <laughs> so I upgraded so, so you my life. from $2 to 800 Yes. In, in, in like two days, right? No, not in two days. <laughs> it, this, is, this is something... Time is not really relevant, but some things take time. But the, the time is, the, is, is... Well, it takes choices, and choices evolve over... Uh, however long, however long it takes you to make the choices, and in, in talking about that is for me, you know, it's like the journey there was yeah. already the pleasure of living, and this is why I always, I, I was always judged by all my friends that I spend too much money. That they always said, well, "You do all this, but you spend it." I didn't spend it; I invested it. I invested it in myself because I, it was fun for me. I enjoyed the journey. Because I didn't torture myself by having nothing. And this was the beautiful part of it. I never yeah. looked back at this time as, oh my God, I tortured. It was horrible. No, it was a brilliant journey. I would do it again, anytime. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that thing of gratitude with, even if you do earn $2 an hour walking your dog, when you're grateful for it, the 
the difference that you create, like the difference you can create and the difference you can see with what you can create in the future is huge. I mean, I remember I was a tradesman for 12 years when I was younger and I probably weighed at least an extra 30 kilos than I do now. And everyone complained. They were like, oh, my God, it's hard work. And I was like, it's like getting paid for going to the gym. Like I'd be lifting things all day and I my I was way bigger and every I watched everybody complain about it and I looked for what's the gift in it. And with that, it's like if you have that joy in your life with money, with whatever it is, then then do you even care about the money? What I what I want to talk about as well is a lot of people told me, well, if that would work, everybody would do it and then we only had rich people on the planet. Um it works with everyone, but not everyone is choosing it. And that's that's the part that I got really late because I was always wondering why uh, why is not everybody else doing it? Why is not everybody else asking for more? Because they don't because want they to. Can't. There is no desire. They just they can't and they won't. It's like the, the people who desire something different in the world are the ones that ask for it. Exactly. You know, and I but but it's not only the ones that ask for it, it's the ones that are willing to change in order to ask for it. I mean, I remember the first, when I when I met Simone and she had a BMW convertible and she used to pick me up, she'd have the roof down and I'd get in this car and, you know, we'd, and I'd be like, um, oh, it's, it's really hot today. Can we put the roof up and like put the air conditioning on? And I did this for like six months and then I told her one day, we were having this chat and I said, you know what? The reason I've been saying that is because I don't want to be judged as being rich. <laughs> And she went, she looked at me with this stone cold look on her face, just going, what? And I went, I heard it come out of my mouth and I went, wow. And she said, how much is that limiting what you can have in your life based on the judgment you have of what it is to be rich? And I went, holy shit, that one moment changed my whole financial reality because I went, you know what, that's crazy. And is that mine? Is that my point of view or is that somebody else's? Oh. That's somebody else's. Okay, I'm over that. I'm willing to be rich. Yeah, and willing to be charged for. And this is mm-hmm. this is something I had to learn. The more money you make, of course, the more the people judge charge you, you because the, they envy you and they yeah. want they want the same as you have, but they're not willing to choose it and ask for it and, and do the things that are required. So this is also a choice to be. Do you want to live according to the judgment of the, of the others or do you want to live the life that you truly desire? Yeah. And yeah, it took me a long time and I started hiding my wealth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over that now. I always thought, no, the one, the, if you start showing off, it's this, you know, uh, you shouldn't do that. And then uh, there are so many poor people and you need to take care of them as well. That's all bullshit. It's all an excuse for those who don't want to choose. I know that now, and I want to talk about this now because this is for me one of the biggest parts. You are responsible for your life. Your choice Definitely. creates your life. And you are never, you, you can't cause damage by choosing for yourself. Yeah. And you were on the first podcast that we aired on this show. We're no. talking about this one <laughs> choice from change because it is. It's every choice you make creates your life. But the, with what we're talking about now, it's like with me saying that thing with wasn't actually my point of view. One tool I want to give you guys with this is whose reality are you defending that keeps you 
from seeing what choices you could make and what questions you could ask to create your reality. And everything that is, time to go to where you destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, millions. So with everything that comes up with money, two tools. Who am I defending with this point of view? And then the next one is interesting point of view. I have this point of view with everything that comes up with this. Oh, I feel poor today. Interesting point of view. I have the point of view. I feel poor today. I can't afford this. Interesting point of view. I have the point of view. I can't afford this. Oh, I hate that my parents made me choose this. Interesting point of view. I hate my parents. Make, I have the point of view for making my parents make me choose this. But if you do that with everything, you'll, that will get you to the place where you'll start seeing what your point of view is, not what you've bought as real and true for you that isn't. That's brilliant. I know. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. I come up with good shit sometimes. <laughs> so look at your life, look at your situations, and then ask the question, so what choice could I make, or rather what action could I take to change it? And it's just one tiny little action. You don't need, I mean, when you eat, you eat one steak, you don't eat the whole cow. <laughs> so why would you apply the same to cre creation of change in your life? Start with one little thing and see where it takes you without looking at the whole picture right from the beginning. Give yourself time and space and joy and fun to create joy change. and fun. Joy and fun, yes. What? You mean <laughs> joy you can and have fun. All of this with joy and fun? <laughs> the spice of life is joy and fun. Edit. You put salt on your meat, so put joy in your life. <laughs> and and I just want to I just want to say this again. Just because you grew up poor, just because you, people have told you what finances are, just because people have told you what money is, doesn't mean it has to be true for you. The question is how you start getting to your reality by saying, okay, is this my reality or is this somebody else's? And if I was choosing what was true for me, would I choose this? And even with money, I thought I was hopeless on this topic. And Gary Douglas called me one day. This was years and years ago. This was when I was doing serious tradesman pathetic, didn't know anything about anything or thought I didn't. And he goes, okay, so, so would you like to be the – the chief financial officer of Access Seminars Australia, you know, big company. And I'm, and I'm, I'm going, this guy's nuts. What? Is he seriously asking this? And I'm saying, and I went, okay. And I got off the phone and I went, okay, so he, this brilliant man is asking me this. What is he seeing about me that I'm not willing to see? And I started asking for that. I started going, okay, so what is it about me that I'm not acknowledging? What do I know that I'm not acknowledging? And then I, it, my life just started changing with that question. So don't ask that. Listen to everybody else. Let them tell you what to do so that you don't get to see what's true for you. Kidding. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you for that conversation. Thank you, David. You're wonderful. <laughs> thank so you. thank you, guys. I hope this helps. Go and have too much fun and get rich and be happy or... Stay poor and be happy anyway. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank, Thank you, David. You. Bye. Bye. If you found this helpful, please share it and subscribe at onechoicefromchange.com. Until next time, there's only one choice from change. <laughs>